Hello and welcome. I'm Holly. I'm Lisa, and you are on the brink of adventure. Today, we're spilling the tea on Disney date night ideas. February 14th, 2024, and you are listening to episode 16, Disney Date Night Ideas. Love is in the air this Valentine's Day, so we thought we would share some of our favorite date night ideas from across Walt Disney World properties. Do you do anything special for Valentine's Day? Um, Not on the regular. We've been married 20 years. <laughs> So we've got to keep the love alive, Holly. Yeah, that's great. I mean, one time I spent, <laughs> one time I sent, uh, I was at Disney on Valentine's Day. I think it was the first time I was away for the for the um, alleged holiday. Uh, so I did have a uh, heart shaped pepperoni pizza delivered to Ben while I was away, and he and he had the uh, Cheryl's cookies delivered to me at the resort. So. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So we do. I mean, you know, every now and then. Holly and I are going to break it down by location. We're going to talk about our favorite, or not necessarily our favorite, some things I know I haven't done right. on my list, but just things that I think would be fun to do for a date night in each park, and then we'll talk about maybe at the resorts, and then Disney Springs, and then if there's anything extra that doesn't fall into one of those categories. So things that maybe you wouldn't necessarily do when you had your kids there, or if you had, maybe you, like when we went to Disney the one time my sister-in-law took my kids my husband and I could do something together one evening. If you have that kind of situation where you have an evening or if you're able to get a weekend trip with just you and your significant other, what would you want to do that would be different? So that's kind of what we looked at. We're going to start with Magic Kingdom. What would you do for, and, and some of these aren't necessarily date night ideas, maybe a date day. Right, because maybe so, nighttime isn't the time that you get to have that. Yeah, time together. So you might have it during the day. You no, know, you got to figure it out. So, what would you do as a date idea in Magic Kingdom? So, I think a nice after-hours party, um, because that's one of those things. Uh, it's fairly expensive for a fairly short amount of time, mm-hmm. and if you're taking the whole family, uh, you know, if you're a family <laughs> of four, you're buying four tickets. It adds up real fast. One hundred and sixty dollars a pop. That's uh, what three hundred and forty dollars for three hours in the parks. Which, um, yeah, that's a lot. At uh, night when your kids are tired. At night when your kids are tired because you've been going all day. Exactly. Because it's from like 11 to 1 a.m. or something. I think that's a really good thing to do when you're just a party of two. Nice to uh, be able to experience it and, um, you know, not have to put such a large bill. And I would extend this to, say, Mickey's um, Not-So-Scary mm-hmm. Halloween Party and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Um, we do those as a couple. And while I still, when I when I see the charge on my card, I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> really? For that short of, a, of an experience? Um but I'm only paying for two people instead of four or five or six. You know, and so. that one's double the time as an after party. Right. Too. Right. And I think actually probably even better for date night. But of course, it's seasonal um, because it's it is more time. And um, there are a lot of things going on around you that aren't just quick and easy access to rides. Mm-hmm. I'd also say splurging on a dining reservation that you maybe wouldn't ordinarily do. And this is going to sound like a weird one because you think you want kids to come along to the character meal. Uh, but Cinderella's Royal Table was the best meal that we had on our recent trip. You can get your husband to take you to Cinderella's Royal Table? Your husband won't take you to Cinderella's Royal Table? Joe! Um, <laughs> about that. Um, 
anyway, uh, so we we actually went there for our honeymoon, and oh, it was, that's like, a right, whole situation. Yeah. yeah, so that was a that was our twentieth anniversary meal, and that's we actually have not been back since then. <laughs> so I've always kind of uh, held in Cinderella's royal table to be kind of a uh, yeah, it's, the atmosphere is great, the characters are awesome, you get to eat in the castle, but the food is mm, uh, not the case anymore. The food was fantastic experience was fantastic uh, so if characters are part of what would be fun for you on a date night absolutely um book that meal and uh and go for it i think to try to close down the park and be the last people on main street mm-hmm. would, be, would be a good time because you, you know you can get those empty park picks at night um, get to see the castle changing colors with this good night doing a capture your moment session in the park uh, you can do a special uh, photo, uh, uh, photography session just for you know you and your partner that's you know a lot of fun to play around with some different poses and have a dedicated photographer to yourself. For, I wish um, they did those at night. 20 minutes. Yeah. They don't do a night, nighttime no. one? That's dumb. It's just during the day. They I should. wish they did one at night. That would be, because that would be, I think, a little more romantic. Like the photo with you and your husband or right. you and your spouse or significant other. Yeah. But they do have the... Um, you could on your own go around and find all the magic shots because there are a couple of yeah, nighttime Yeah. So ones. you could go back and do the tangled lantern photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be a good one. And capture your moment. You can do it any park. So um, I won't repeat that one as we go to the other parks. But that uh, that one is, um, yeah, I love that doable elsewhere as well. Uh, what would you do, Lisa? <laughs> I did not have as many options for this one. Holly got carried away. I got excited about this one. She did. So I said the fireworks after party, kind of the same reason as the after hours party that Holly said. It is kind of pricey and not near as pricey as an after hours party, but it is kind of pricey. And I would choose the after one. So with that, when you check in. You can check in I think an hour before. So if the fireworks are at eight, you can check in at seven and go sit in the hub grass. So you can get, you can go get the prime seats, the prime location while the pre-party people are up eating. You can scope out the best spots and then you can watch Happily Ever After, which of course is like perfect for a couple. Yep. And then, then as the chaos ensues after the fireworks, you just have a nice little pathway over to a covered terrace, Tomorrowland Terrace, and you can have its unlimited drinks, unlimited desserts. They have cheese, fruit, all kinds of desserts, and then they have beer, wine, champagne, and juices. So you can mix with your champagne, and it just makes you could sit there, watch all, watch the castle, watch the people walking around trying to get out of the park or rush over to their next ride or whatever, and you can just sit and relax and talk and enjoy a drink together in Magic Kingdom looking at the castle which you normally can't do because you can't carry alcohol around Magic Kingdom. True, very true. So that is I just thought nice that one. would be something special. Yeah. And, and I mean even something as simple as um try to close down the park at the end of the night and mm-hmm. this goes along with trying to be the last guest out of the park which like the very last guest that's I mean obviously one family per night accomplishes it. Um, but Pick a ride that you're going to just hop on literally right a minute before the park closes. Um, and, you know, it can be something like Dumbo. Like, you, even though it's like a quote unquote kids ride or family ride, like when you're just riding by yourself in the dark and, the you know, you have the castle light, everything looks romantic. So mm-hmm. um, hop on Small World at the end of the night. You might be down to the point where you're the only people in the boat. Pirates of the Caribbean, that can happen, too. So. That's super romantic, having cannons shooting at you. It's very romantic. <laughs> it's actually so. it's actually really creepy to be on pirate i've been on pirates before with By just yourself me. yeah yeah with me and one other person thank god was down there with me because i didn't think about it until i was in the scenes and like the boat in front and behind us were empty also mm-hmm. and i was like 
this is really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Take in a favorite show, you know, if you're a big Carousel of Progress or Hall of Presidents fan or Tiki Room, you know, up in, mm-hmm. up in there towards the end of the night, it'll be, you know, less crowded. Hardly anybody's going to those at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving over to Epcot. I would spend the whole day here. <laughs> just, just Joe date and I. Day. Yep. Date day and night and afternoon. So I would have a champagne flight in France. Do not ask me to tell you the name of the place because I don't speak French. But it is, is across it that one out outside near the near the, the ice cream place. Yeah. Wait. No. It's not. The, no. It's in a on shop. The concourse or is back? No. Nope, it's back by the La Artisan de Glace. I don't yep. speak French either. <laughs> it's near La Artisan's de Glace, which is where the ice cream and back by Les back, Halls. Back by Le Hall and the. Back by Le Hall and the um, La Artisans. It's right across the walkway from Art- La Artisans. So you just go in that doorway and there's a champagne bar there and you can get a champagne plate. Handy. I like doing that. And then we just find a little table somewhere in France to sit because that's super romantic with the Eiffel Tower in the background, you know. Can I jump in here? Because this goes along with mine. Okay. To do a toast in every country. So oh. you can grab your champagne in France and then maybe get two sets. Double fist it. <laughs> and then go around to each country and have a have a toast at oh, each. Oh, there you um, go. Rather then, as opposed to drinking around the world, that's that's a different oh, that's yeah. a different very non date night kind of thing. I mean, it could be if that's your thing, though. It could be. I just feel like you're probably by the end of it, um, you're just gonna pass out. Yeah. And then we love to visit the food booths if the festivals are happening. So we would go visit some food booths, try some food, try the drinks that are there catch any entertainment around the world. We especially like the drummers in Japan. Mm -hmm. And we love listening to the band in the UK Pavilion. Oh, yeah. So at the end of the night, towards the end of the night, we tend to get a snake bite from the UK Pavilion or or an English rose. I just had that last time. It was very good. A snake bite or an English rose. And we'll take it back about 8.30. I think they play 8.15. And we'll watch them. And then when they finish up, you just walk out front and then the fireworks show is starting. So we like to do that. And then I, this is one that I haven't done yet, but I put this on here because I thought it would be a little more romantic going to a signature dining. Either La Cellier, which is in Canada, it's a steakhouse. Or if I wanted to be like super signature dining, the $200 dining experience at Monsieur Paul back in France. Are you, are you seeing a theme with my... I think you want to go to France for... Your- I mean, I am going to France next month. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Um, But Monsieur Paul, if you're looking for that, like, super elevated dining experience. You better work on your French. So if you're looking for that little bit more elevated dining experience, maybe Monsieur Monsieur Paul. That's, I think, what I would pick if I was going for that. And then grab one last drink, no matter what country you're in, and watch the fireworks show. That's how we would wrap wrap up our night. That sounds nice. So I already talked about the toast in each country. Um, now that does require you to, you know, maybe carry the same drink around for a long time, or if you don't mind swapping it out and doing a couple. Like I said, this just it just means that you're consuming a little less alcohol than trying to drink around the world and have eleven drinks in, you know, six and a half hours. Um, very seasonally specific, but when they do the um, Father Christmas holiday storytellers, which happens um, specifically from the day after Thanksgiving until the end of the year. Um, he carries a mistletoe stick and he will sometimes um, he'll incorporate it in the show and even call two people up out of the audience 
you can ask for a mistletoe picture from him after that. So that's um, just kind of a fun little uh, thing to do if you happen to be at Walt Disney World, uh, mostly in the month of December. I agree with din- with, with Lisa. I think dinner at a, a an Epcot restaurant uh, is a great way to go. Uh, and there are really a lot of great options here, but some better than others. I think Le Cellier is an excellent option because it's quiet. It's kind of darker uh, inside. You're a little more separated by tables. Um, there's also the new Takumi Tai restaurant in mm-hmm. Japan. This is more of a splurge kind of meal. So it's, again, one that maybe you don't want to take the whole family. Um, just having to pay for two people to go is a little bit more um, reasonable and economical. Um, I've also, I haven't been to... Um, Tutto Italia, if you uh, have listened to some, some of our other episodes, Italian cuisine is not my favorite, but um, I do know a lot of people that really enjoy it. And I know they have some nice wine pairing selections there. And it's a more of a, it's a smaller, more intimate space than Via Napoli. Um, so that might be a nice uh, option for a date night. Um, if you like Mexican food, I think San Angel Inn, it's nice. The tables are a little close together, but it is, uh, they do have the tables for two separated. Um, so you're not. And the lights are dim. The lights are dim. The food is great. Uh, so lot of a uh, lot of nice things there and i think doing the three caballeros boat ride together it's probably the closest thing to like a a tunnel of love situation <laughs> that disney has um so uh that would be a really nice um, attraction to experience uh, with your date night i mean what's his date night more than mexico let's really how about saving the galaxy i mean you could if i guess i'd have to do that on my own yeah <laughs> Joe doesn't like that one. i'd let the galaxy burn <laughs> All right. Moving over to Hollywood Studios. What would you do for a date night there? I, I have a harder time with this one <laughs> because um, I, mm, restaurants here, again, um, Hollywood Brown Derby is, is going to be the best uh, option. I think it's the only signature restaurant in this park. Um, and it's, uh, you know, has a very nice atmosphere, nice, nice cuisine. And then, you know, wrapping it up with Fantasmic is a nice I think, thing to do in the evening. You mean you don't want to eat at Woody's Lunchbox? <laughs> Very romantic, absolutely. <laughs> lunchbox tart, lunchbox tarts, heck and yeah, tots. heck yeah, potato barrels, potato barrels. Sorry, <laughs> I want to go to Woody's Roundup Rodeo. What would you do, Lisa? Because I, I was, I was a little bit at a loss in Hollywood Studios. I did have a longer thing here. So as you can probably guess, Joe and I, we like to drink. Not, a, not like we don't drink a ton, but when we're on vacation, we like to have a beverage or so, or two. So I said Hollywood Brown Derby. For dinner, just like Holly. And at some point during the day or evening and, and nighttime doing drinks at Baseline Tap House or Tune In Lounge. We like both of those. We prefer Baseline Tap House, though. And then maybe making our way down, because I love Sunset Boulevard. There's just the music there and the atmosphere and whatever. So grabbing an Enchanted Rose from Fairfax Fair. That is a dessert. It looks like a rose, but it's a chocolate cherry dessert. And it's really good. So then finding a bench on Sunset Boulevard and just enjoying the music, the atmosphere, you know, the screams <laughs> from the terrified people on the Tower of Terror. You know, sounds, it all adds to sounds it. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. And then ending the evening, just like Holly with Fantasmic. I, I'm still trying to think of other things for Hollywood Studios. And I'm just. I mean, yeah. if you're really into Star Wars, stuff in Star Wars would be good. Right. You could request to be pilot and wait till the, you know, just wait for that spot to be available. Um, well, if you're dressed up, you know, you go around and do some of the photo opportunities. At night, yeah. they have the lightsabers where the lightsabers light up and they can take you know, pictures of you with the lightsabers. Speaking of stuff. lightsabers, you could book one of the experiences like the build a mm-hmm. lightsaber experience and do that together. Again, just cutting the kids out of the equation. It's so much less expensive. Yeah. And with the lightsaber, <laughs> you book one 
Now you can only make one, but a person can go in. So if it's just a couple that's going, Mm -hmm. one person can book it and then the other person can go in with them. Like Holly said, if you were bringing a family of four, say, you'd have to book two openings so that all four of you could come in. And then you're making two lightsabers. Right. Which is great if both kids want it, but if if they just want to watch, you can't do that. Right. So, yeah, it kind of depends on what you're into. For me, Hollywood Brown Derby, some drinks at Baseline or Tune In Lounge, sitting on Sunset Boulevard, because that's not something I get to do. Let's be honest, I go to Disney more by myself than with my kids, and I still don't do it. So it would just be really nice, I think, to, to sit. To maybe do that for yeah, one time. Mm-hmm. To sit on Sunset Boulevard, watch the Tower of Terror, especially if it's Christmas time. They'll have those projection shows on the Tower of Terror, Sunset Seasons Greetings, with the snow. It would be perfect. I think screaming. I, mean, I think um, Indiana Jones sounds, sounds spectacular. It's pretty romantic. You know, I almost put that on there. Yeah. Because we, we do like that one. We actually go get a beer from Baseline Tap House. And then we take it over into Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's a it's a great show. It's an opening day show. And like everything else in Hollywood Studios has changed. <laughs> that has endured to the test of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of fun. And if you're, you know, into things that are like original and, and throwback old kind of stuff, um, you know, hit the tune in lounge before you go mm-hmm. and stroll around Echo Lake, have a have a ice cream at Dinosaur Gertie's if it's open. And um, mm-hmm. you know, then hit Indiana Jones. I think the Echo Lake area is um maybe maybe the most romantic part of that park. Mm-hmm. All right, Animal Kingdom. I, if I could be there during the day, would choose either. So this is a little more adventurous. I'd choose either the Wild Africa Trek, which is the more adventurous option. That's the one where you go on a hike, kind of, and then you're tied to like you have a bungee cord thing that they put on a. You chain. don't have to bungee jump. No, it's and just then to you, you across walk a bridge. across <laughs> the rope bridge, just to make sure you don't fall. You know. So you walk across the rope bridge, you got to cross two of them over top of crocodiles yeah. and hippos. Because it turns out those crocodiles are real. Yeah. I thought they were plastic. No. <laughs> they are real. <laughs> and then you get your own, not a private safari ride for the group. So not private safari for you and your significant other, but private for the group. So it's a lot smaller. And you're sitting more like a hay ride. So instead of in rows, you're sitting with those chairs around the outside of the back or the benches around the outside. And then it's empty in the middle. So you're kind of sitting in like a U shape and it allows you to see more of the animals and they can stop in locations that other safari vehicles can't stop in. It's a really cool tour. And then you get to go to the Boma, which is the building in the middle of the savannah, and you get a meal. Now the Wild Africa Trek, you get pog juice, so the pineapple orange guava juice and water and your meal. If you do the Save of the Savannah, you don't get to cross the rope bridges. You just do the safari and then the meal. And then it also includes your beer and wine. So that I thought would be kind of a cool watching the animals. I think that's the glass of wine, whatever. That's the winner at Animal Kingdom. Yes. After that, I love walking around the Tree of Life. I know that probably sounds nerdy, but I love walking around the Tree of Life and looking for all the different carvings. Well, it's more secluded, too. So it's something that you're only going to encounter a couple other people at most times Mm -hmm. of the day on. So walking around there, spotting the animals, you know, showing each other, whatever. You can hold hands. Ew. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And then I would do dinner tiffins. So I always go to Nomad Lounge. Always is like my go-to place. But actually being able to go in tiffins is awesome. Joe and I actually had a date night here after Dopey or during when I ran Dopey last year. And we absolutely loved it. 
the lobster mac and cheese is yes. phenomenal. Yes. And so many times, lobster mac and cheese is really hard to make. And so many places screw it up. There's Tiffin's is, so is on freaking point. And then they will actually celebrate. If you're celebrating something special, if you're celebrating an anniversary or a wedding or something, they have Joe and I, um, I said, just said I was celebrating dopey and, and like a, you know, adult only trip. And they brought us out this little dessert. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yep. Um, and then after dinner at Tiffin's, I would go walk through Pandora at night just because it's all lit up with the yeah. bioluminescence stuff. And it's so pretty. And usually at night, people are skipping out of Hollywood or skipping out of Animal Kingdom because they go there in the morning and they don't spend all day. So there's not mm -hmm. usually a ton it's of people there crowded. at night. It is so pretty. I would um, walk the do the walking trails, which the Tree of Life uh, is one, but also the um, Maharaja Jungle Trek and the um, Gorilla Falls uh, Expedition Trail, just because um, they're slower paced. You're not just on a ride or seeing a show that's you know timed and you know on their on Disney's pace. Um, you can literally spend all day on one of these trails if you want to. So it just gives you time to meander and, um, you know, you're not waiting in line for an attraction. And, um, I, I just think it's a nice, like when I think date night, I think something that's going to be mostly a little bit slower paced that you can enjoy each other's company as much as you're enjoying what's going on around you. Um, and then I, I second Tiffin's or Nomad Lounge if you haven't been. Um, just the, the styling of Nomad, um, if you can't get a reservation for Tiffin's or if you just don't want that much food, they have, um, they have these great like flowy drapey curtain kind of things they're kind of wispy i think it's a really nice atmosphere mm -hmm. um to kind of sit there and just chill and hang out together um i mean obviously there's nothing more romantic in the universe than dino land I mean, and you know what actually like i'm making fun of it but uh, but honestly like what's more romantic than carnival games you know you go to the carnival you win your date a prize mm -hmm. like like that would be fun honestly yeah. like you could you could do a really fun date if you're you know if you love the carnival scene uh, and that's what you would do on a typical Saturday night at home. It would be fun to go do that at Dino Yeah, Land. that would be. So there's really no wrong answer here because it's, uh, you know, if there's something that you love to do or a particular movie that you love or, you know, something, a particular land at Disney that's your jam, go there. Yeah, Rainforest Cafe for some people, they love it. You know, they just, it reminds them of experiences at home when Rainforest Cafes were more, um, mm -hmm more of a local thing. Like we used to have one in Baltimore. I don't think I'm sure that's closed now. The one, I think oh. it was like at the aquarium or something. I was never at that one, but I understand there used to be one in Baltimore. So if you thought used to be a date night for you, uh, you know, go to the one in animal kingdom or at Disney Springs. Moving away from the parks, we're going to go over to the resorts and we did pick just a few things. I didn't do every single thing that you could do at the resorts. Obviously any signature dining restaurant would be amazing. Any deluxe resort you could go to and find something. I'm sure you could find something at the moderates or depending on your style, even the values that you could do and have fun. Nope. Oh no, just kidding. <laughs> Jeez, Holly. No. Yeah. So, but we just kind of picked what would be our top favorites at some of these locations. Correct. Um, and I do think, um, mostly you're going to want to gravitate towards the deluxe, uh, maybe head over to Coronado, um, on a date night kind of scenario. Um, most of the others, dubious uh, options well and it really depends on what you like because if you Absolutely. like if you like comedy and singing and stuff you might love yeehaw bob that's true. at port that's orleans true. riverside yeehaw bob is a good one for yeah a if you love 
um, jazz music, going to Scat Cats at Port Orleans French Quarter and getting some Do they some have music back again? They do. Okay, good. The last time I was there, they still didn't have the music back. Friday. Uh, we were there on Thursday night, and they did not have it, but Friday, okay. they said that they would have it Friday, Friday but we didn't go back. Okay. Yes, they did have music. Um, so speaking of the moderates, um, I do like to go to um, Coronado for dinner, and Toledo is a really lovely restaurant for date night. Uh, they have the Dahlia Bar right next door. Uh, they have a view of, uh, you can sort of see some of the parks at night. You can see little smidges of Fantasmic or... Um, Luminous. Thank you. I was like, Illuminations is not correct. No. <laughs> but you can see little smidges of Luminous and, um, and Fantasmic from the, the balcony, depending on where you're standing. Um, the food is really excellent. Mm -hmm. The service is very nice there. Uh, so it's a really nice spot for date night. Um, for something a little more casual, go downstairs out on the water for three bridges. Um, or even just grab a drink in the very beautiful Barcelona Lounge. Uh, that's a really nice spot. Um, if you're so. looking for something during the day, you could do the Sangria University at Three Bridges. Very true. Very true. That would be fun. One that I said was going to the Riviera, which is really easy to get to from Hollywood Studios or Epcot. You could just take the Skyliner and doing dinner at Topolino's Terrace. So that is on the top floor of the Riviera. Holly, what would your next one be? Um, I really like Gico again, um, signature restaurant. Uh, with if you're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you can do the uh, there's a nighttime safari, or even if you're not staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, um, I don't think it's a requirement to get the um, no. night vision glasses. You can just ask for them. Um, so you can walk out on the safari um, or out on the um, savanna and use the night vision glasses to see what the animals are up to in the evening, um, either before or after dinner. Um, Another thing we should mention, at every resort, they do a marshmallow roasting uh, mm -hmm. at some point in time during the evening. So that's a nice thing to kind of pair with your um, your date night at a resort. Mm -hmm. And if you do it at Fort Wilderness, you can do it at Chippendale. Indeed. All right. My next one is going to the boardwalk at night. So this one would be specifically at night. At night, they have a lot of entertainment. They have jugglers. They have people doing balancing acts. They have people doing magic tricks. I don't know. They have all different types of entertainment. It would be kind of cool at the beginning and then a little more reckless at the end. You know, yeah. the, the piano bar isn't, isn't fun, calm and romantic, and but it's fun. Right. That's a good one for if you do want to go someplace really fun. like And not um, have like a super serious extra you know, quote unquote romantic date night and be, do something that's more active and, mm -hmm. um, you know, you're getting a little more sensory stimulation from. California Grill, I think, is an awesome date night restaurant, especially because they have the terrace um, where you can see happily ever after. So d regardless of when you um, decide to eat there, you get a return ticket to be able to come up and watch the fireworks from the terrace. So it uh, gives you the option um, to come back if you'd like to later or if your dinner is close in time to the fireworks um you can just go straight out there and see them after you're finished eating which is um more logical <laughs> if you can try to get a time that's closer to when um happily ever after is showing uh however it is subject to change so you could try to hit it and miss it so that it's a little it's safer to book um california grill at like six o'clock and then just come back for whatever time fireworks end up being scheduled that night they also there, this was on my honorable mention list, but I'll go ahead and mention it now since it coincides. They have a Sip, Savor, and Sparkle. It's in the Enchanted Extras package or, you know, section of the website. It is a, in the small rooms, I think it was a, the Sonoma room was one of the rooms where they have it. Anyways, it's not in the main dining area at Cali Grill, but it's up there. 
with California Grill. And they have food. So you're given food um, at the beginning. You have an assigned table. When you first get up there, they walk you to your assigned table. They have windows there that overlook Magic Kingdom. You can see Magic Kingdom and everything. And then you eat your food. You get to go out on a separate terrace area from everybody in California Grill. Watch the fireworks. The music's piped in and everything. You can watch it from inside if it's too cold. And then you come back in and they have switched over the food to desserts. And then you can go through and have the desserts. And it's also all you can drink. So that is another, if you couldn't get California Grill as your meal, you, you know, at any time, you could always book that Sip, Savor, and Sparkle package and do that instead. Sounds fun. Mm -hmm. That's a good date. That is a good date. Um, the other thing you could do if you're uh, if you're needing to use up some time in between, the boats from the Contemporary uh, also go over to Fort Wilderness and Wilderness Lodge and really just ride them around the lagoon. Um, <laughs> you, you could go down and just take the boat around and uh, just enjoy some time on the water if you have mm -hmm. to kill some time in between your dinner reservation and your fireworks, um, being able to come back to the terrace. Yeah. My next one is over at Wilderness Lodge. I said having drinks and dinner at Geyser Point. So this is more of a, not quite upscale. This is more <laughs> relaxing. So Geyser Point is a lounge. A little more rugged. What's that? A little more rugged. Rugged. Mm -hmm. It's a lounge slash pool bar, but it's a lounge. Like it's an, it's, it's not a your nice typical lounge. pool bar. Yeah. And it has the seating where it's like the couches and the comfortable chairs and everything. And it's out by the water. And sometimes they'll have little fire pits that they get little fires mm -hmm. going. So I would go there, grab a table that's closest to the water, grab a drink and some food, and then sit there with the fire going, the music's playing, and then they have the electrical water pageant that goes by. So that would be really, that would be kind of that mix of romantic and, and fun, quiet, if you're looking for that kind, but not upscale. So that kind of gives you both options. It can be that romantic kind of atmosphere without being fancy. Yeah, because yeah, that, really that is nice my one. husband, not fancy. Right. And it's important to know that like, it doesn't have to be fancy to be a date. It's, yeah. it's just a matter of doing what you like and what's going to be enjoyable um, to both people. And that's a lot more budget-friendly option as well. Right. Because like Topolino's dinner, you know, an entree is going to cost you $50, $60 right. in addition to whatever else you're having. Whereas, you know, pizza from Boardwalk or, you know, a dinner at the pool bar isn't going to be near as much. Right. My next one is uh, Flying Fish, which um, kind of ties into Lisa's boardwalk at night. If you wanted to swap out that pizza for a signature dining experience, uh, you could go with Flying Fish. Um, they have a very nice uh, chef's table option. Um, they have um, a, a very uh, kind of a darkened dining room and uh, it's a mm -hmm. slower paced service. So if you're looking for a place that you can really kind of luxuriate and enjoy each other's company, Flying Fish is a really nice option um, to swap in for a pizza window um, if you'd prefer something more on that upscale side. But if not, by all means, grab your pizza and go because uh, mm -hmm. that's a fun night on the boardwalk with all of the activity going on. The final thing that I put, and this isn't, like I said, an exhaustive list, but this is one that I think would be fun. I said the Enchanted Rose at Grand Floridian. It once again is a lounge, so it has drink options. It is definitely a little more upscale, though. And the Grand Floridian in general is a little more upscale. So if you wanted, you don't have to dress fancy. Feel free to go in your park attire, I guess. But if you wanted to maybe dress a little fancier, 
and go to a lounge. This one would be the one to go to, I think. They have small bites, like they have truffle fries and they have a mac and cheese that's really good. And then they have some really good drink options. They have a little pat or a little balcony area that you can sit out on that overlooks the Grand Floridian. I love sitting out there. It's usually pretty quiet. Kind of overlooks the pool. So if some kids at the pool are being loud, it could be a little loud. But that's usually where we like to sit. And it's Beauty and the Beast theme. That's my favorite. So I don't know. I always find that one really nice. Yeah, I like that one a lot too. Agreed. If you wanted to go really upscale. Here's where you go. Okay. So your your really upscale place would be probably Citrico's, the sommelier room. They have a private dining room. I believe it's up to eight people. It could be up to 10. I forget. And you're given a prefix or not prefix, but you're getting like a seven course meal. Every meal is paired to wine. If you don't drink wine, they can pair it to waters or mocktails they have different things you can do but it's supposed to be a wine and dinner pairing and I was so mad I was supposed to do this last year and the hurricane came and my flight was canceled and I couldn't go my all my friends went and they said it was amazing so I'm still waiting to go back there I need a group of seven other people to go that one might be a good one to try but like I said I don't think you can do it with only two but maybe if there's a couple you know you have several different couples and you could all get together and go. That would be kind of a fun group date night idea. It would be. The other one, and this one you can do on your own. This is the, like, uber upscale. This is the restaurant of restaurants at Walt Disney World uh, yes. for adults only. And and you can go by yourselves. Like, yes. just the two of you. Victoria and Alberts. Victoria and Alberts is extremely expensive. It also has, like, a cocktail pairing or wine pairing, mocktail pairing. It even has a water pairing where you have different types of stills and sparkling waters that go with it if you choose to go that route. It is an intense dining experience. I believe that you can choose between seven and ten courses, something like four or $500. Um, when I looked at the latest price list that I saw, I don't think you get out of there under about $700. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, because it's like 500 just for the meal-ish. Yeah. And then you <clears> and get then the if you're wine doing pairing. Pairings. So then, but you are given your table, and that is your table for the evening. They are not turning that over. That is your table for the evening. You will be the only one sitting there. And they do the thing where like, you come in and you get a, uh, you know, warmed washcloth towel with um, rose or jasmine or something sent on it to wipe your hands. and. Anyways, it's super fancy. Like I said, seven to ten courses. I forget what. And it can last like four hours, yeah. four and a half hours. It is a you're long dining experience. You're dedicating some time experience. if you're headed here, for, yes. sure. for sure. But it definitely, they have a strict dress code. You must go fancy to this location. Do not show up in your park attire. So this is like the ultimate date night or celebration location. Absolutely. Um, now, if you want to do something that doesn't revolve around food, um, which is kind of hard to do. Most, I what? mean, most date nights, I know most date nights are going to have some kind of restaurant situation. Um, but there are carriage rides available at several of the resorts. Mm-hmm. Um, Port Orleans Riverside, I think is the, probably the easiest one mm-hmm. to do and the most consistently available. They're supposed to have a carriage ride at Port Wilderness. Ready to move to Disney yeah, Springs? Let's go to Disney Springs. All right. <clears throat> Disney Springs said, I don't know that I would do this, but this might be up somebody's alley. 
a sunset amphicar ride around the lake. I have a client who just did this the other week. How'd they like it? They loved it. They really? One of the coolest things they did. And I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, because I look at the I look at the price point for that and I'm like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's something special, if you're doing it a date night, you, you know, are wanting to do something special and unique, it would be kind of cool, especially at sunset. Another one I said was going to Wine Bar George for some small bites and that wine. They, I love, I never remember what it's called, but they have the flaming cheese. So they come out and they set the cheese on fire. Oh, yeah. And then they and put the lime. There's nothing more romantic juice. than flaming cheese. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, cheese. Yeah. Is good for any. Absolutely. Any kind of night, date night, single night. Right. Kid night. Anything. Cheese works. All right. And then my final one would be dinner. And I think for me, I would choose either Morimoto Asia and kind of go all out and get that like Wagyu beef. That would be an expensive date night. Yeah. Or I would do Haleo because mm -hmm. for me, like personally. That's a fun date night. Is it? Mm -hmm. I, Joe and I started dating in November when I was in college in, in, in a November. And then in January, so just like six weeks later, I moved to Spain to study abroad. So he came to visit me over there. And so we, you know, Haleo is Spanish food. So a lot of that food that's at Haleo is the stuff that we ate when he right. came over to visit me in Spain. So, so there's that very, connection. A very personal me. connection yeah. um, to that particular experience. Which is but nice. another option would be like Boathouse or Paddlefish hey, would you're be good my ones. Stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Boathouse is an awesome one because uh, they have that patio out back and you're sitting on the water and that's just kind of a nice um, beachy romantic vibe. Um, or if you happen to hit a night when Piano Rob is playing at the boathouse, oh, yeah. um, then, you know, it's a raucous good time inside, too. So um, that's a really fun one. Um, <clears throat> Paddlefish, I think, is a nice, um, it's a cool atmosphere. Um, I've just heard a lot of really mixed reviews on the food, the food there. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, you're, you're taking a little bit more of a risk, but it's a cool thing to go uh, have dinner on a paddle wheeler <laughs> that mm -hmm. used to actually be operational. I like STK. I haven't been for the dining room. But this is a, a spot where the happy hour at the bar, I know, like, is that romantic? Because you're going to just, you know, sit at the bar. But um, if you're looking for some nice upscale food at a little bit better price point, uh, their happy hour items uh, for the appetizers are 3 6 and $9 with half-price cocktails. So mm -hmm. if you're looking for uh, an upscale food experience with a downscale uh, food budget, um, <laughs> this is a nice one to take in. Um, I'm sure that in the evening it would be um, a nice spot, too. But I do understand that uh, there are nights that they have a DJ there. so you may. Mm -hmm. want to reconsider that if you're looking for something quieter that you want to be able to talk during dinner um, that might not be your best option mm. um as far as um things to do at disney springs uh great date night choices uh, down mm -hmm. there you could take in the new cirque du soleil uh, drawn to life show uh, characters in flight uh this is one it's hard to plan for because if it's uh if the upper atmosphere winds are too high they can't send the balloon up so um, this one's actually easier to catch during the day than it is at night. Usually by the evening, um, the upper atmosphere winds prevent the balloon from flying uh, a lot of times. So um, that one can be shut down very unexpectedly. I would pair it with something else if you're planning to do uh, a date night at Disney Springs. Um, Splitsville is an awesome one if you're you know, into bowling. Uh, they have really great food at Splitsville in addition to having the bowling available. Um, and then you can always pick up a movie at AMC and you know have your dinner and a show uh, right there together. Mm-hmm. I have an honorable mention, or some of them, some of my honorable mentions were already mentioned. So, I, like I said, I did Sip, Saver, and Sparkle. I also had dinner at Jico. I just love Jico. It's really good. 
and the after parties. So the Mickey's Not So Scary, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, the after hours, or Jollywood Nights, potentially, if it changes a little bit for this year. But the one that I really think would be neat is a fireworks cruise. Agree. You can get them for the Epcot fireworks or the Magic Kingdom fireworks. And you can rent the whole boat just for yourselves. So you can have up to 10 on there. But if you wanted to make it super romantic, you could have just the two of you. You can bring on your own drinks and food. So you could bring on chocolate covered strawberries and a glass of champagne or a bottle of champagne and sit there and have, you know, this food and, and this glass of champagne while you're watching the fireworks. Just the two of you and, of course, the boat captain. But he'll, they'll sit in the back and not talk to you. <laughs> can you turn around, please, sir? They'll, they'll give you your moment. But then you can sit out in Seven Seas Lagoon or right under the bridge between Epcot and France and watch the fireworks while you're eating your snacks, drinking your drinks, you know, whatever. Um, if it's cold, they give you towels because that's super romantic. But you could bring your own blanket. And, you know, you can sit there and wrap the blanket around the two of you. Like, it could be really sweet. Now, that would kind of be a little pricier because it's the same price whether two people come or ten people come. Right. You rent the price of the boat. So it's only two people. But once again, if that doesn't matter to you or you're really just looking for that fun date night, that could be it. Or if you wanted to try it with several other couples and have another date night, you know, group date date night. Yeah. That would help ease the cost of that as well. But I think this one would be my ultimate one paired with like a dinner like do a nice dinner mm-hmm. and then go on this fireworks yeah, that cruise would be, that would be a very nice one mm-hmm. another one would be mini golf oh yeah that would be fun mm-hmm. i know some people or like an h2o glow night yep h2o parks. glow nights are at the water parks mm-hmm. yep we're at that night um an after hours event at the water parks so just things it really depends on what you and your partner like if you like the dinners then go for some of those restaurants if you like the active things maybe the wild africa track or the bowling or the um mini golf speaking back on the wild africa track uh-huh. we only mentioned that one and savor the savannah but walt disney world does offer more backstage tours than that so you could do something like keys to the kingdom or you know mm-hmm. uh, when, when it hopefully soon comes back marceline the magic kingdom um do you have any other honorable mentions um yeah let me let me honorable mention the dapper dance and this is kind of oh, goes yes. to um it's it's not one of those things you can't guarantee it's going to happen. It's a magical moment sort of thing. But checking in on those street entertainers, especially in the Magic Kingdom, the Dapper Dan's and the Casey's Corner Pianist, we had uh, we celebrated our 20th anniversary at Walt Disney World in December. And uh, we were very fortunate to just happen upon these experiences where um, we were included in both of their shows uh, simply because we were wearing our Happily Ever After buttons. Uh, so if you are celebrating an anniversary or on a honeymoon um, or even just want to take a date night, you need a, one of these happily ever after buttons uh, will identify to the cast members that you are celebrating something in particular. And it may get you, you know, just a special mention or, you know, if there's a little bit of extra magic and they have to pull an audience member to participate, it might be you. It's usually not something that's terribly scarring or embarrassing so um so getting pulled for something like that unless you're extremely shy or an extreme introvert is not as bad as other audience participation things that could happen to you in life so uh it's not something to really be super scared of um but just know that those are things that can happen um just by identifying yourself with these buttons and they have the happy birthday button the happily ever after button uh the i'm celebrating button and the first visit button so those are ones that you're going to want to pick up if they apply to you 
uh, and you never know what kind of magical little things might happen to you throughout the course of the day. And nothing really big. You can get an I'm celebrating button and put I'm celebrating date night. Right. It doesn't need to be anything big or super right. important. Um, I saw somebody went, I'm celebrating Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm heck? celebrating being kid free. Yes. Like, I, I, wanted, I did want to throw out one more thing I was, I was just thinking of. When we're talking about these dinners and places to go, a lot of these restaurants could be very, very popular. They may fill up, um, you know, maybe looking for something last minute. The Turf Club over at Saratoga Springs. Uh, I will tell you, the last meal we had there was a little bit lacking relative to others we've had there in the past, but um, it's a really nice spot um, for special occasions because the the wait staff there, they just tend to be um, more welcoming. They get less business. <laughs> so they they tend to want to um, kind of go the extra mile for you. Uh, that's it's kind of been our experience um, over the years. So Picking a restaurant that's a little more off the beaten path, that's at a resort that's maybe a little more difficult to get to, requires a bus ride or a car or an Uber or a minivan, um, can actually work to your advantage um, over picking a place that's like very obvious, like Cinderella's Royal Table or even like Be Our Guest restaurant. Mm -hmm. um, you're just going to be one of the crowd there where you're getting pushed through a little more quickly. Um, picking some of those off the beaten path places um, might get you a little bit extra attention. Speaking of Saratoga, you could always do golf, like regular golf. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're golfers, that's, a, that's an awesome one. Grab a tee mm -hmm. time there. Or foot golf. Yeah. If you I, don't like golf golf, you could foot golf. We have lots of great ideas. Man, there are so many things to do. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else? No, I think that's, I think we covered it. All right. This podcast is sponsored by Cherry Train Lane Vacations, a travel agency specializing in Disney destinations, universal, all major cruise lines, guided tours, and all-inclusive resorts. As always, our services are free to you. If you would like to plan your next vacation, please visit us on cherrytreelanevacations.com. For Lisa, I'm Holly, and remember to always say yes to adventure. 